Hello, lovelies. Welcome to another 11 p.m. nightcap. We have Reverend Master 88 stepping in with a yaw, and Krista stepping in with some pink, smiling, happy, lovely frogs and some hearts. So, how are you all doing tonight? <clears throat> I will start off by saying tonight's episode is just going to be a little bit of a chat and chill. I'm slightly brain fried. And I'm like, I really don't have anything distinct as a topic, I think, to talk about. I think Black Cat is going to be out. King Dinosaur is out. And I was just like, well, I had a lot of shit kind of going on today. So we'll just hang out and chill out and talk for a little while. So if there's anything that anybody wants to talk about, let me know and we can always discuss it. But I hope uh, Reverend Master was excited earlier today because I did make a tabletop gaming reference. Watching uh, an old, you know, I don't like calling movies Z movies because I feel like that's a disservice to how difficult it is to make movies. But it's from the movie Barbarian, an old action sword and sorcery movie starring the Peter and David Paul, the Barbarian brothers. Um, and Richard Lynch and uh, Ava De La Rue, who's now in like, what, NCIS or something. And um, that was like her first role, her first role. She's gone and done all this stuff. And she was in like a canon Italian schlock movie. Desi's butt is stepping with some hello internets with a concerned doge. And then, of course, we have Young Street stopping in to say hello and says, it's that talking head again. I know. You get this big, bald head yapping at you almost every day during the week. It's crazy. Who who wants this? But how are you all doing? Desi's butt, how are you doing? Young Street, how are you doing? Uh, how uh, have your Halloween streams been? And how's everybody else doing, too? Um, but yeah, I... Watch this movie, and I think the last time I saw it, I was probably nine years old or something. And uh, there's a sequence in, in like the movie got well, there's like I don't know, it was like a German Razzies award or whatever. But there's a sequence where they have to go get the mystical weapons from the tomb of the ancient kings, so they go to this swamp and then they go into this tomb and uh i have to say for being a low budget movie the costume work and the set work is pretty pretty all right they they tried they really tried between the swamps the armor and everything else uh it's not bad so go into this tomb and they're like finding these magical weapons and of course there is the tale of the beast man who guards the treasures. Ooh. So of course there's menacing shots of this guy in like a werewolfish looking costume thing. And he has these phantasmal grasping arms that come out of the ground and they're like grabbing at the, it's like the, the, the two barbarian brothers and like the girl that's with them. It's called the barbarians. And you can watch it on screen picks right now. Uh, I think I, early 80s. Um, 
but Peter and David Paul, who are also known as the Barbarian Brothers in the bodybuilding community, and, and like, there's a charming goofiness to them, but like, these werewolf arms are coming out of the ground, right? And the one barbarian guy just grabs one and just like rips it out of the ground and he starts laughing and he starts playing with it and then just throws it away. And I actually think that's hilarious because it's like, yeah, that's what happens when your dungeon master is like, ah, oh, shit, I fucked up the leveling of this. You guys have like, you got like a 18 in strength and I just, your strength check, you just rip it out of the ground. Like, no, those guys were gigantic. Those dudes were huge. Huge. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to show you. I'll show you. They were in several movies, uh, sort of these goofball action adventure comedy things. Um, but I think this movie is probably the most fun. Uh, but as you can see, these guys were gigantic. So here's a picture of them. Huge. Uh, there's them with the ancient weapons uh, after they pillage the tomb of the ancient kings. Uh, but yeah, Peter and David Paul, these guys were huge. Um, so the natural 20 on checking that out. Yeah. The, so the, the, the thing that I was laughing at, actually, wait a minute. Did I upload this clip? I think I did. Uh Ooh, I think I did. I think it's this one right here. <laughs> I'm going to show this to you cuz it's amusing to me. Uh here we go. I'm going to add the where's my video file thing? There we go. It's going to be this one. Hopefully this is a picture of me naked playing with my balls. Because if it is, I'm going to be not embarrassed, but probably get banned. Oh, uh, look. Doink. <laughs> oh. So much for your final boss monster. <laughs> start fucking laughing at it the the big guardian of the tomb shows up and the the fucking the fucking girl i think her name is is many she just like shoots it with an arrow <laughs> it just makes this like whack and then it jumps down and the guy just instantly cuts its head off just effortly chops its head off and then picks it, picks it up and starts making barking sounds. And they're all laughing. And I'm like, yeah, that's when the dungeon master fucks up. And he's like, shit, you guys were supposed to do this like eight levels ago. Uh, yeah, that's like a level two. It was supposed to be a challenge. But you guys just say, I'll play this again because it makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> And look at the look on her face. She has a look on her face like, oh, for God's sake. Like, 
And like, what I love about this is almost all of the, almost all of the things that they kind of encounter like that, where it's just like, <laughs> I mean, she, she hits with a good arrow shot, hits with a good arrow shot, but you're like, yeah, she had a super roll to hit and you're like, okay, well the thing was mostly dead when it jumped down into the hole and then the guy just chops its head off and she has a look on her face. Like the guy just money shot. She's like, Oh, <laughs> I had to, I had to pause that because I was laughing for like five minutes. <laughs> but to Desi's butt's point, uh, it says, look like they had fun with that. I mean, every now and then you watch a movie and you're like, how could they not have been having a blast? I mean, other than maybe it being hot and whatever, it's like you got to run around and pretend you were. I mean, it's like playing. It's like going to the Ren Renaissance Festival, but you're getting paid for it. You get to hack at monsters, run around naked in the woods, and be badass. So, I mean, I think it's fun. It's complete. I gotta say, it, it's complete B movie, cheese ball, corn ball, schlock, whatever you want to fucking call it. But it's entertaining and it's just fun. Um, and and it's a thing that I feel like they were earnest about it. They put effort into the costumes. They put effort into the monsters. You know, it's just it's just enjoyable. It's just enjoyable. I I, I kept swing, I kept getting a swing and a miss on horror movies. I'd start watching them like, this is fucking boring. I can't I can't do it. And I was like, ooh, barbarians. I haven't seen that in like fucking thirty years. Uh. I think the first time I went to see that movie, my parents didn't want me to rent it. And then by the time I was old enough to rent it, I went back to rent it and the tape was broke and they didn't have another copy. So then there was some other video store going on a business and they had it for like three dollars or something and uh i remember watching it and me and all my friends just think it was the greatest thing in the world because number one monsters and swords but also there's some booba booba um and again like looking back at it now uh you know ava delarue being basically this sort of top hollywood actress makes her star in that movie and even her, even her acting, it's it's not wooden. It's fun. It's a sharp contrast to look. It's like they're two big meathead guys. So they just play it as being two big meathead guys. They like childishly bicker over like the weapons. Like they get the the storied weapons of the ancient two. And the one guy's like, hey, I want the sword. And he's like, all right. And then they're both like playing around with them. He's like, no, no, I, I, I want the axe. You take the sword. So then the guy takes it and he's like, fine, I like the sword better. And they're playing with it. It's like, no, it's like, no, I want to give me back. And it's like, it, it, you just go, yeah, for those two dudes, it, it just works. It just works. It's enjoyable. So, um, yeah, check, check this out. Check this out. So, uh, someone said balls. Are we playing with marbles? No, we're playing with barbarians. Uh, yeah, 
1987, uh, directed by Ruggero Diodato, which if you are not familiar with Ruggero Diodato, he's made a whole bunch of movies in this sort of, I hesitate to say vain, but he made a lot of these sort of Italian um, sort of action, you know, canon group level stuff. Uh, A lot of credits, but yeah, did the Hercules movie, um, Waves of Lust, Live Like a Cop, Die Like a Man, Jungle Holocaust, Cannibal Holocaust, Body Count, uh, The Barbarians. I mean, it, but they're, they're just, they're entertaining. They're entertaining because they're just kind of funny, you know, don't take it too serious. Get high, get drunk, whatever you're going to do, enjoy it. Um, but like, look at Ava. Oh, look at Ava LaRue. Like, number one, stunningly pretty, and like goes on to be in all of these major movies. Uh, CSI Miami, he's on CSI Miami 2005 to 2012. Uh, is on All My Children, she's on all these like. Top tier productions. Uh, And then, yeah, 87. So she had a couple of small rules, roles, mostly as like, you know, extras background. And then does this Barbarians movie. And then she's in Dangerous Curves. A lot of TV, a lot of TV credits. Um, But yeah, she's got like a, she's like a major, like a major career. Um, so it's it's always interesting and fun and funny to me to see these movies that were like from the early canon group era, sort of the early 80s. And then these actors go on to have, you know, huge careers. And in the movie that I uh, wrote the uh, that I wrote the article for for Flixology that should come out this Saturday, that movie has some premieres of actors that if you are unaware of it will sort of blow your mind. It still blows my mind. Um, so anyway, that was today's fun. Uh, not necessarily playing with marbles or balls. Uh, it was looking at two big greased up meaty guys running around in loin class. Cheers. And then because I have never done this. I decided to check off another list in my list of things that I just want to experience. And so I went and sold stuff at a pawn shop. It was interesting. Complete with slightly beat up, battered metal gate security door that they have to buzz you through. Um... Does but says interesting. What did you sell? I sold a handgun. Uh, was one that I realized I just don't need, and I have too much stuff, and I am just going to sell this here because I know that the particular pawn shop I went to uh, has a fairly decent slash large uh, firearm section. So you know, I'm just going to dump this. So went in there to sell that. And, uh, yeah, there was, uh, some lady screaming about a cell phone that she bought that didn't work. 
And uh, as it turns out, she just didn't know how to put her password in, which the other lady was kind enough to show her. And then, of course, she was the sweetest, uh, kindest, oh, so thank you, Mamma Mia. Uh, but it was just a interesting experience. In the other interesting experience, uh, the other interesting part about that was like the haggle. So it's like, okay, well, we're going to give you this. I was like, well, I want to include these here. Like a uh, separate, like, no, for the, for the whole package. Like, I just want to sell all this stuff. So like, oh, I said, so how about so-and-so dollar? And just thinking for a minute. Yeah. Okay. That that's good. That's a deal. You know, like, you know, cause you can't do that at a store and, and it's like, I don't know why, but that just was a charming experience. Well, there was a guy selling a guitar in there. They had, uh, I don't know, just an eclectic mix of stuff between shoes and clothes and electronics and guns and vacuum cleaners and all sorts of stuff in there. But, uh, it just made me happy. There was a little bit of a pain in the ass driving all the way out there, but you know, somebody, somebody asked me, uh, let's see, Desi Butts says, right. Came in to get rid of it. It's your loss to continue to hold on to it versus get some cash. Right. I didn't need the cash. This is more just like if they say no, then they say no. And I say, okay, well, thanks for your time. Uh, I keep it or go somewhere else. But like a place like that, they do have they do have some wiggle room, especially if you decided to say, well, I'll tell you what, what if, you know, you go for this amount of price, but then uh, how about you give me $30 towards something in the store? You know, like, again, you can't really do that at a store store. Black Cat's Poppy stopping in with a good evening. Black Cat's Poppy, have you ever bought and or sold anything at a pawn shop? By the way, are people, do you guys, do you know how pawn even works? Have you ever pawned anything? Black Cat says, yes. Can I ask you what you bought and or sold? I'm curious. And anybody else, if anybody else has ever done business at a pawn shop, I'd be curious. Desi's butt says, never. Black Cat says, I have pawned too. Young Street is, oh, he avoids pawn shops. I mean, I feel like it's not necessarily a place that you would want to go do business. I mean, you, I mean, I don't know. Some of them are more sketchy than others. You sold a clarinet there. Wait, I sold a clarinet there. Looked like the shop in Gremlins. <laughs> they all out of Saturn games. Hey, do you guys have any games for, wait, hold on. Do you guys have any games for Action Max? It's my favorite VHS uh, video game console. And I'm really looking for some more titles to flush out my library. <laughs> Black Cat says, I remember about the most wonderful fringe leather jacket for like a buck. That's kind of a steal. Uh, Reverend Master has never done it, but understands it. Uh, Krista says that she has many times for quick cash. Um... Don't make me play Psycho Circus. Why? You're in the uh, you're in the Psycho Circus, and welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. 
So pawn shop that looks like a clinic in voodoo. Wait. Hedeticus? I mean, this one looked classic. A little bit sketchy. Uh, slightly grimy on the outside. Not an entirely terrible place. Not, not a terrible experience. You know? Pawn shops, are, I, but they're not a retail chain at all. Doesn't make any sense. Pawn shops are more like... They're more like the anvil of heavy metal. Rivermaster says question mark. I pawned my VCR numerous times in the old days when they first came out. They cost a lot of money. Well, the tool of metal. No, so Anvil is a heavy metal band. And they have sort of an interesting history. And so in this case... Anvil, the heavy metal band, pawn shops are like the anvil of heavy metal. Sorry, I realize now that was probably very confusing. I mean, they do sell goods from questionable. Well, but it's not it's not retail because it's not retail price. They went downhill and popular when the online places like eBay came around. Yeah, I mean eBay. I think I don't want to say crushed that industry because I mean eBay you still have like. For, but for cash, I think a lot of, I mean, they're huge in Detroit. I mean, that what that one Pawn Stars or whatever fucking show was a was a major hit for the longest time. That pawn shop is gigantic. Young Street says, I mean, Vegas is still full of pawn shops. Yeah, uh, eBay is the pawn shop of the internet, right? Uh, Tool or whatever is well, and I think they're kind of shit. Yeah, they're. They're okay, but I don't get the fanaticism. I mean, they're fine, I guess. I don't know. The ones you'd go to are ex-police owners. I feel like that's probably a good idea. At least then you know you're not going to, like, slimy Vaseline-haired McRaper fucking pawn shop. Uh, now nah, pawn shops are around the internet. Makes it think there's nothing around anymore. It's Young Street's getting fired up. Even though lots of places have gone under, KISS is still popular. Um, they have so many ID laws in Colorado, people sell their stolen goods elsewhere. People were all over them when I was in the military, Reverend Master says. Um, so, I mean, yeah, this obviously I was selling a gun, so I had to do fucking ID and whatever. And this place, too, when you sign it, uh, I don't know about regular goods, but... They did want to make sure that you did a finger stamp. Um, but what what in particular, Reverend Master, I'm curious about this. And also, if you have any information, Black Cat, what is it necessarily about the military that makes pawn shops uh, so popular? But, you know, I mean, it's like I say, it's, it isn't like a place I'm going to go do a lot of business, but I just wanted to do it. Never gone. I've never gone in and actually sold like think back in the day, I bought a few things from pawn shops. I think when I was younger and I had my uh, ill-fated, uh, you need to be in high school band, fucking whatever thing. I think I bought a trumpet or something from a pawn shop. Um, well, not pawn shops, but the shite band tool. Oh, <laughs> we're, we're both, we're like going round around with confusion. Got it. You people would sell stuff from the base to them, though. In Black Hat, uh, yeah. 
long gap in pay so many years ago. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, especially pawning, right? So the idea behind pawning something is not, you know, you're not selling it. You're basically saying, hey, take this item. This is how much this item is worth. They lock it in a vault. You have a ticket uh, at point of which you are supposed to come back, give them the money and get the item back. And more or less, if you don't, the price goes up and or too bad, it's now theirs. So you can basically use that if you need a cash advance and you have something. And of course, there are people who will occasionally take in the same item and use it for pawn. But, you know, uh, it, it's one of those things like I, I feel like especially if you had, I don't know whether it's certain antique collections or whatever. And you're like, well, I have it because there's some sentimental value, but I really don't care if I ended up having to sell it. So like more or less that's pawn. It's basically like a, it's collateral loan, right? I think they all have different policies depending on how long you have to come back and what the quote unquote interest rate and everything else is. Reverend Master, I think Black Cat was asking you if pay is still once a month in the military. Yes, still get paid once a month. So yeah, it was just uh, it was just a you know a fascinating day. Revisited a revisited a movie from my childhood that had uh, not only still just a phenomenally good looking actress but also one of my favorite actor actors, actually two of them, um, Richard Lynch, who Richard Lynch used to be sort of this very good looking pretty boy. And then he got cranked out of his mind uh, on PCP and lit himself on fire and uh, got horribly scarred and then went on to star in a bunch of B action movies, horror movies uh, and all sorts of other shit. But, the guy really was a fantastic actor. I mean, talk about an actor who really in that regard was on movies where he was punching above the the weight of the film itself. I think that's a little bit sad that uh, a large portion of the guy's career got flushed uh, because he horribly burned himself. So he had scars on his arms and hands and face. But uh, really a, a quality actor. Always brought a fantastic menace and presence to a lot of his roles. Um, and the other guy that's in there is Michael Berryman, who is that sort of giant bug eyed, crazy looking dude, most famous for the Hills have eyes. Uh, and I believe he was born with, uh, some sort of albinism, I think, and was, uh, that's why he was always bald and sort of that bug eyed look. I don't know if he doesn't have any eyebrows or eyelashes, but, uh, Again, sort of beloved and famous in the horror and B-movie community. Um, Reverend Master says, well, I got some news in my chair, though I never mentioned it, but I'm getting replacements for my backrest and right arm. Both of them have adjustable ability, but both are pretty much stripped. What kind of chair is it, if you don't mind me asking? And is that... Uh, is that warranty uh, or, or pay or eBay or I have this chair I have is a, is a, is used. Uh, this is a used Herman Miller chair. And uh, 
finally managed to track down one of the large size ones, which, you know, the, I think all the rest of the ones that I've sat in have been either small or maybe medium. And it feels like it's cutting the circulation off to my legs. So like, ugh. so, uh, you know, getting this used, you know, took a lot off the price and it was in really damn good condition. Just as I mentioned before, the, the pneumatic piston doesn't quite go as high as I would like. So at some point I've got to try and get that fucker out of there. That's a, that's a process and a half. Uh, Reverend Minister says it's the X chair and under warranty since he just ordered it last month. Yeah. I mean, that's just come on 30 days for a chair. Come on. That's good. That that's good that it's under warranty and they're replacing that though. I don't know if I necessarily know what the X chair looks like. Let's take a look at the X chair. I'm going to resize this window so it's a little more uh, uh, not cutting shit off. No, I said click there and dragish. Thank you. And then we're going to do that there like that. Okay, good. And now we will size this on up and move it over. So what is the X chair? X chair, ergonomic task chair, pick your, pick your model. I'm assuming it's not this one. Apparently there's an ain't, whoa, where did that go? Apparently there is a X chair made in ancient Greece. That's like a, that's like a director's chair. I had no idea that's what that was called. Fascinating. But that's not what you're talking about. I'm assuming you're talking about this chair. I mean, that looks legit. Oh, it's got heating pad. Oh. Oh. So good. Next year, supposedly going to see a monthly benefits for the VA to increase by 30%, but I doubt they're actually going to do so. Well, I really hope they do. Um, I really hope you get that money. Uh, I feel like our country does not necessarily do the greatest of job taking care uh, of the people that served and fought for said country. So yours is the cheap one called the X project. Uh, well, I don't see it on here, but anyway, uh, the company looks like they make nice chairs. Oh, they got a cooling chair. It's just like apply ice cube to the cooling reservoir. And you're like all wet. It was a fucking wet all day. Mm. Does anyone else have any whack shit you want to look up online while we're poking around in here? The other day, uh, we discovered that there are, I've poked fun at these before. I've poked uh, fun before. It's like Hills Brothers Coffee about how terrible it is. Apparently, there is freeze-dried Hills Brothers Coffee. And Hills Dried Chase and Sanborn Coffee, both, both coffees that my dad used to buy from the hardware store that I thought were just disgusting. But see, this is like the Clamato thing. Oh, wait, podcast people, you got to take a break. We'll be right back. Hold that thought. You know, podcast people have told you you're ready to take a break, and I can't remember what the fuck I was talking about because I got sidetracked talking about Blaster Master. 
fucking complete. And, and Desi's butt is like, oh, squirrel, sorry, distracted. And now I have apparently a peanut brain because I can't remember what the fuck I was talking about. Not even five minutes ago. Coffee. Black hat, thank you so much. My savior. Uh... Okay, so we're going to switch gears back and forth real quick. Yes, Blastermaster. Bla, bla, Blastermaster is extremely difficult. Blaster Master is very difficult and very long. Uh, some of the stages are particularly brutal. And again, Sunsoft. If we were to go back in time, can you please put some fucking passwords in your games? Between that and Fester's Quest. Fester's Quest is just what the fuck levels of just grinding and difficulty. Ugh. Yeah, save state, please. That's why I occasionally... It's a side offshoot. But first, who loves you, baby? You're beautiful. No, Krista, you. You're you're beautiful. Like, I was talking to that Michael thing. We are talking about playing games, like, you know, na- natural or whatever. And like all the people who play them with the, with the, with the carts. And like, and I told him, I said, well, but like, a lot of them, even if you watch like Arcus and some of these super popular guys, they still will use save states for things, whether it's practice or whatever, because some of them are just incredibly long and difficult, especially if you want to practice a, a portion and there aren't any save states. Also, some of them are just ridiculously difficult for zero reason. So use the fucking save states. He's like, oh, well, I'm worried that you know people would complain about, you know, it's not the purity of the title. And I said, fuck them. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit what they think? They're fucking like, oh, you're not really playing it. You're, you're not um, exercising the purity of the experience. Tell them to power up their ass. And if you don't like it, go fucking watch a different stream. Like, give me a break. Especially some of the, like, what are you going to sit here and play it for fucking 100 hours to get through something? Like, yeah, try and play Millen's Secret Castle like that and see how good you do. Or fucking Solomon's Key. Play Solomon's Key from scratch without save states or whatever and see how long that takes you to complete it. Get the fuck out of town. Reverend Master says, Every time I hear Blaster Master, I'm thinking of having, having mythical explosive Taco Bell that I've never had. Yeah, you get lots of diarrhea. Never understood that reference Taco Bell, but I've always had issues with Olive Garden. I can see that too. A lot of heavy, oily, greasy, cheesy food. Uh, Taco Bell doesn't really give me diarrhea. It just gives me the fart. I mean, you want to talk about just champion, champion level flatulence. Like, whoa. Uh, Desi Butt says, play almost any NES RPG without a safe state. Becomes suicidal in a few hours, if not shorter. Yeah, like... Oh, what's the one game? Uh, seventh Saga for the SNES. That is maybe the most boringly brutal, grindy RPG ever. I fucking hate that game. And I hate that I spent a portion of my life and money when I was young and didn't have much on purchasing that goddamn turd. Because it looked so cool in Nintendo Power. 
Jeff, fuck that game. Like you need to play that game at like five times speed unless you want to be still playing it when you're 90 years old. Uh, Reverend Master talking about, about diarrhea says, like I'd get food poisoning. Feel just like people have extremely low tolerance to spicy food and just blames Taco Bell. I think it's the, I think it's the, the spiciness and the greasiness of the meat. I mean, it could be the spicy food. Um, but Desi's butt says that one time he ate Taco Bell and it didn't end well. Let's just say it was lucky not to have to change pants. Uh, I was lucky I made it to the bathroom. I've had other spicy food and been fine. I've never shit my pants from Taco Bell. I've shit my pants a couple times. Uh, but it was never from... Honestly, the one time I, I about shit my pants was from fucking Fiber One Bars. I will never eat a Fiber One Bar again. The stickiest, foulest smelling, most awful, like, farts with extra sauce. Just like, ugh. And my girlfriend at the time, who fed me that, thought it was hilarious. And I didn't think it was hilarious because... I had to change my goddamn pants. Fucking awful. No, she gave me like two or three of them. She's like, oh, you can't be. I can like eat two of them. And I just about turned inside out from the butthole. Ugh. <laughs> Reverend Master usually eats food with a ton of spicy additives to the point he was using ghost pepper style sauces. Holy shit. Yeah. That is impressive. But like, we'll have to do an episode on spicy food because there's a lot of interesting, there's a lot of interesting uh, reading and thoughts and whatnot on spicy food. Um, I eat spicy food when I get a headache because the capsation helps your headaches. And also if you get a cold, it's great. You little machine gun now, Tabasco? Not spicy enough. I still get the I still got the mouth for the, the child level machine gun sounds. I just thought the kids that would go like <coughs> Like, what is that? What is that? It, uh, it fucking sounds like Elmer Fudd doing the the like no. Used to insist guys eat habanero peppers to prove their manhood. Well, what did they make you eat to prove your womanhood? Shoving your vagina then. Fine, I don't care. And then you're going to have to get out of this and then get to do two at once. Hey, there you go. Maybe that's what you should have done. Which has made me cry. Spreading <coughs> me. Meat flap ghost pepper challenge. I used to laugh about Olga's. If you're eating at Olga's, your your food comes as like a meat flap. It's like a rectangular flap of meat. And I thought that was just like the funniest fucking thing in the world. I was dating this girl one day and I'm like... <laughs> How's your meat flap? 
Is the meat flat? Spicy? <laughs> Beach nudist's butt slide challenge. Sucks on the beach. Sounds amazing. It's the fucking worst. It's terrible. Uh, just don't. You want to know what that's like? Just grab a handful of sand and cram it in your fucking taco or go get get some sand on your hand and then go like slap box the bishop and after you're done bleeding and screaming but it gets it doesn't matter it doesn't matter no the big enough tall thing is horse shit it's gonna get on you it gets everywhere sand gets fucking everywhere it doesn't matter how hard you try it's gonna get on there and then you're gonna start rolling and thrashing and doing everything and it's gonna get on you and then it sucks and then you're itchy and they have sand on you. And then there's fucking sand spiders and fucking all sorts of sand fleet. There's all sorts of critters and shit. Yeah, you'd need a tarp. You'd have to basically cover the beach. If you cover the beach, you know, yeah, it is, it's like glitter. It gets everywhere. Fucking sand. You're like, years later, you have stuff and like sand is still fucking coming out of it. <laughs> sand. Aliens invade. It's just to throw sand on them. I'm like, God, this planet's fucking annoying as piss. We're gonna fuck out of here. This sucks. Came in your alien vagina. Come here, you extra dimensional fuckface. <laughs> Face roll them in the sand. Here, eat this. Get them wet. Make them roll around in the sand like a sand monster. They get itchy sand all over the place. Oh. Throw sand in their food. <laughs> You're about ready to eat like a nice Caesar salad from the diner and somebody just throws a handful of fucking sand on it. <laughs> Black Hat lived in a place by the beach that had one of those cool outdoor showers. Now, maybe taking an outdoor shower beach sex would be kind of fun, but I still feel like you'd get to be sand. There's sand. Of all of things, well, maybe not all of things, because there's a lot of things where, like, you know, broken glass, rusty nails. There's a lot of stuff you don't want to mix with your sex, but sand, no. Sex on the beach is terrible. It's fucking awful. That's a pass for me. Sand everywhere. And you get it, like, in your eye, and then you're at the beach. And you're like, how do I get sand out of my eye? Well, you could go wash your eye out in the ocean or lake and then get fucking pink eye or get some goddamn parasite or something in there. Like, that sucks. Uh, or hopefully somebody has something. But, like, you might as well hope that somebody has a bottle of water or something because I've washed my eye out with, like, Diet Coke because I had sand in my eye. I had sand in my eye. I'm like, <laughs> it stays there until you find some. It stays there until you find not urine, not lake slash ocean slash river water. That's a recipe for horror. <laughs> Black Cat says, hey, that it. Believe me, you get sore. Yeah, it's not fun. It, it's, it sucks. Sand mixed with water equals mud. Get some nice, wet, grindy sand. 
It's like on your thighs. Your thighs are all rubbing together and there's sweaty sand on it, scraping around. And you gotta fucking put your dick in and it's all fucking sandy. Fucking handful of sand in there. And then she's like, boobs are bleeding because her nipples are fucking scraped off from goddamn sand and there's just fucking sand everywhere fucking sand we, do we not hate sand i feel like this is maybe a, a familiar like thing fucking fuck sand hashtag fuck sand <laughs> and we don't mean fuck sand fuck sand <laughs> <laughs> Pound sand? That's like England and Poundland. Who picked that name? I mean, come come on. Reverend Master has a strong involuntary eye-closing ability because I've avoided getting it in my eyes. I feel like mine is pretty good, and it's I've still, it's like occasionally a wind gust or the classic. Somebody will shake their towel out right around where you're sitting, and you won't be paying attention, and all of a sudden this nice breeze blows by and just sandblasts your fucking eye just sandblasts the shit right out of it and it's in your teeth and you get that gritty grinding oh that made the fucking makes me want to pull my fingernails out uh go pound sand no it's like <laughs> just imagine having naughties with a belt sander because that's what it feels like yeah the next time you're like if your significant other has this whole thing about, oh, but it'll be romantic. Where it's like, yeah, it'll be hot. The next time, just have a handful of sand and be like, all right. And just throw a handful of sand in the bed and then be like, come on, let's go. And then after that disaster, they will never want to do that again. Uh, yeah, it's terrible. It's not good. It's not good. You do like a little on your hot dog? I'm having cravings from... That is like the most non-sequitur combination of a sentence. I feel like that's like... That's a sentence that would get you flagged in the 60s or 70s by some code breaker who thinks that's like some Russian secret message. I do like a little on my hot dog. I'm having cravings for mustard. Yeah, I'm losing track too. This doesn't make any sense. She like sand on her hot dog. Just some memories. <laughs> what in the ever-loving fuck? <laughs> Sandy hot dog. <laughs> Cravings. <laughs> I mean, you could just go eat some mustard. Don't get me wrong. I love mustard. Reminds me of laying on the beach listening to the transistor radio. That is a nice memory. Eating a hot dog with sand on it. Like, how about the all-time classic? It's hot, and you're like, ooh, I think there's some popsicles in the cooler. And you go to take a popsicle out, and you drop it, and then you have a sandsicle. Well, that's garbage. Uh, man cream in a hot dog? Never heard of sand on a hot dog. Uh, 
We're back to talking about goddamn hot dogs. <laughs> it has never ceased to amaze me. We go full, full circle every episode. I feel like I kept this as long as I could away from food. And now we're back to fucking food. Stepping on the hot sand. Okay, I like that. Squeezing through the crowds of people. I don't like that. Getting a hot dog and french fries. I like that. And wanking and sand. Yes. And Black Cat, why don't you just try like a sandy Clamato? Get a Clamato, put some sand in it, and then you can dip your hot dog. No, make a Clamato chili. Oh, make a Clamato chili with sand and put that in your hot dog and some mustard. And then you can relive and then just burn your feet. You'll be like you're back on the beach in 64 tripping on acid eating sand (laughs) (laughs) just like i went to the clam bar or the pound land seriously though you know in england there's stores called pound land basically that's their version of the dollar store but because for them it's a single pound, it is instead pound land. I'm not making that up. The first time I saw it, I thought it was a fucking joke. I was like, are you serious? And they're like, yeah. Well, they said it with their accent. It's like, however they talk. <laughs> like, <laughs> pound land. Meat flat bar. Yeah, just go to Olga's. That's what they have. They serve you meat flap. In like that sweet roll thing. How's that accent again? I'm doing it. <laughs> Do they sell pound cake at Poundland? Zoiborg? <laughs> Zoidbug. Hmm. Pound cake and tea. Pound cake and tea is fucking delicious. Not gonna lie. Especially you put some strawberries on there. Mm. Strawberries and pound cake. All right, we have like five minutes left. And I feel like, well, the majority of the episode was talking about pawn shops, which actually was kind of cool. I see, I didn't even realize it was necessarily going to go into that whole thing. We covered pawn shops, Blaster Master. Sandy vaginas, gritty cocks, hot dogs, clam, uh, cream, man cream squirting, uh, Young Street brought up a thing, <laughs> barbarians, Dungeons and Dragons. It does sound like a category on Red Tube. Flaps, eating a hot dog while men. Cream squirting. Or like AI. It's like AI. It's like AI writing a story or something. You know? Oh, yeah. We were talking about ICP again. And Psycho Circus. That's what it was. I feel like... I feel like... I feel like Young Street really likes ICP. I gotta be honest. I don't really like their music, but like... It's got production, you know, 
I truly think they recorded that to make Zoinberg sounds before they got a person to do it. Manhood testing. I mean, I think he does. Why be ashamed? Just have a redeem on your channel. channel your channel. On your ch channel. Where it's like, dress up in ICP makeup. Be a juggalo. Juggalo mode. Talk about Squirrel, you got lost in a Peach stream. Her streams can be quite chaotic indeed. He's got too many commands and redeems. There is a lot. There's a lot. The question mark category, that's pretty solid. If you ever see question mark category redeem on my channel, jump on it because number one, it's going to be a limited time release. Number two, it's going to be something absolutely bombastic. So I'm just warning you. If you ever click, click that and you see a series of question marks and a large point value, it's a something, something. That's all I'm going to say. Sorry, just showing love all over. Oh. You know what? She's drawing. Let's go say hi. Let's go right on over to Peach if she's doing some drawings. The drink's about empty. Well, you can't see it because it's disappearing from my fat, bald head. So let's finish this. And as we say, the end of all of our episodes, stay safe, keep the faith and all of that good shit and make sure you get yourself some sleep. Thank you so much to Reverend Master 88, Desi's Butt, Krista, NH Girl, Fams, Black Cats, Poppy, and Young Street for all stopping by and saying hello. It was great to talk to you. I feel like uh, this was a lot of fun. Granted that we were just kind of all over the place, but I kind of like when we're all over the place. So that's just fine with me. So everybody take care and have yourself the rest of a wonderful evening. Good night. Good night.